Ah, millennials. The generation that brought us avocado toast and destroyed a thousand industries. As a millennial myself, I think we are the generation of change and progress. But why do brands regularly fail so spectacularly at speaking to us? We have some thoughts as to why, plus some excellent ideas your company can use to reach them, or us, today on Growth Marketing for Martians. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Growth Marketing for Martians. I, as always, am your host, Jeff Lambert. So today we're going to be talking about millennials, the group that brought us avocado toast and destroyed a thousand industries. We know this group has some pretty significant purchasing power and influence over several industries, but uh, how do we reach them effectively? What's the, what's the way that we do that? And so we're going to dive into today how you can take a look at how you're reaching millennials, if you're doing it correctly, and some ways that you could improve your overall outreach and marketing efforts towards this specific group. So before we get started, why don't we jump into defining terms? Let's talk about millennials. Who are they? So millennials are anybody that is born between the years 1991 and 1996. That's according to the Pew Research Center. They make up more than a quarter of the population and as of 2019 are the largest generation in the United States. They have overcome, surpassed, surpassed baby boomers uh, as recently as two years ago. So we're talking about the largest group in the United States. Now, millennials are different than groups that came before them as Gen Zers will be different from millennials as they continue to come of age and become a major purchasing power in the United States as well. Millennials spend on average 5.7 hours a day on their smartphones. So we know right off the bat that a traditional marketing approach is not going to reach this group effectively. We also know that the majority of U.S. millennials are politically moderate. They're neither Democrat nor Republican, and they identify as independent. That's also important in terms of the messaging that you use. They also, as a whole, according to this study by the Pew Research Center, tend to be detached from institutions and are instead networked with friends. So the brand name does not matter as much as who the brand is connected to. So let's talk a little bit about why millennials are worth your time. Why should we pay attention to this buying segment? Number one, millennials are dominating the workforce. They have the highest spending power of any generational group currently. Number two, millennials spend about $200 billion a year on U.S. goods and services. Think about that for a second. That statistic comes to us from the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. There is a lot of money to be made by focusing your messaging towards this group. And number three, as we talked about, millennials make up the largest part of the population. They have significant long-term power. They're not a group that's reaching elderly age and on the way out. There's quite a few years left to be able to develop relationships with and be able to message to this particular segment of the population. So it's important for you to think about ways that you can win them over, keep them on your side, and keep growing that relationship as time goes on. This is why millennials are the most valuable target group that you can reach out to today. 
But we're not doing a good job as companies being able to do that. You would think the largest uh, demographic right now would certainly um, demand a better strategy to be able to reach them. But that's just not the case. And a lot of that comes down to companies being willing to rethink how they market to this group. Because as I mentioned before, millennials are drastically different than some of the groups that came before them, more so than any other group transition in, um, in population history. So why do companies often miss the mark when they're trying to reach millennials? Well, one of the biggest reasons that companies fail in this regard is they don't take the time to figure out where millennials are spending their cash, and they're not adaptive, as we just talked about, in shifting their product marketing accordingly. Remember, millennials spend more than any other generational segment on the following things. These are important to this generational group. They want convenience. They want online access to purchasing products. There has to be an online option. They like debt payments. So is there an option to be able to buy this on credit? And that's a pretty broad generalized thing today anyways, but that is important to millennials. Uh, gone are the days where you can only accept Visa and MasterCard. You want to make sure that you have flexible options for millennials to be able to purchase. They want to be able to experience uh, events. They want to experience the product. They want to see how it's going to make their lives better. So think about how does your product travel? How does it enhance the experiences in their lives? Experiences are more important than things to millennials as a whole. Millennials spend overwhelmingly on subscription services. Um, they are okay with the pay-as-you-go model instead of the I-own-it-forever model. That's also important to remember. And most importantly, they want to be a part of the social fabric of the service of the product that they are a part of. So that means that your brand has to think about what are your social efforts like? Do you have a strong social media presence? Are you offering opportunities for consumers to get involved either in learning about your product or evangelizing your product, which is something that millennials take part in as well. So overall, we need to think about our base, our target audience, developing those buyer personas. Millennials are different, and these are some ways that they are different than other groups. The second way that companies often miss the mark in marketing to millennials is that they're not doing mobile marketing. Remember, 93% of millennials own smartphones. And to reach them, your company has to use mobile-first technologies. This does not include billboards. This does not include radio ads. We need to rethink that. If you want to reach millennials, you have to think about modern ways to reach them that can be done so on a phone or a mobile device. So that would include digital advertising, paid advertising, things like SMS marketing, is also important, uh, making sure that you have a mobile app or some sort of uh, web-friendly uh, ability for someone to be able to look at your product or your store or your site. Make sure that your site is optimized for e-commerce. It has to be accessible from a mobile device. That is becoming the norm, but especially for small businesses and people with limited budgets or maybe more traditional brands that have been around for a long time. Some have struggled to make that transition, and they have uh, suffered financially as a result. Just off the top of my head, I can think of Sears. Sears took a long time to make that digital shift, and they've suffered because of it to the point where they've gone bankrupt. Uh, and new companies have to pick up the ball. It's so important to be able to do that. So thinking about this, 
does your company, does your brand have a mobile presence? Are you marketing through mobile-friendly channels? These are questions you need to ask yourself. The third way that companies are missing the mark on marketing to millennials is they're not embracing influencers and influencer marketing. Now, just quickly to define terms, when we use the term influencer, we're talking about individuals, mainly on social media, who have a following or an audience in a specific industry or demographic area or hobby area, uh, anything where there's a, a following. It doesn't have to mean that they have a million people following them. We have micro-influencers, which can be people that have anywhere from 500 to 5,000 followers. The point is, going back to what we had discussed before, millennials do care about the people that are involved in the brand. They want the social aspect. They support the person more than the brand. So instead of thinking about a uh, product-driven or service-driven approach, think about how you can market your product by using other people, by finding influencers in your industry or genre who can give your product or service credit or testimonials or popular reviews. Uh, making yourself available through those channels is essential to be able to get millennials' attention. So let's take a step back. Is it true that millennials stand for a greater cause than money? We see this attached to this uh, demographic a lot, and I think we need to talk about this because we're talking about how we effectively reach this demographic and this group. So yes, uh, based on our research and being a millennial myself, I think that it is important for brands to consider how their organization is involved in something greater than just the product or the service. And think about it this way. What image comes to mind when people think about your brand? There's a certain image that comes to mind when people think of Coca-Cola. There's a certain image when comes to mind when people think of Disney. There's a certain image that comes to mind now when people think of other brands that maybe have made missteps in recent history in terms of their tone or messaging. You need to make sure that the face that's attached to your brand stands for something more than just bringing in cash. Let's look at some stats to back that up. Millennials place three times as much importance on a company's environmental, social, and government standards when they make buying decisions compared to non-millennials. That's a study by RepTrack. In addition, in a recent survey that was done by the Corn Ferry Institute, 63% of millennials said the primary purpose of business should be to improve society as a whole as opposed to generating profit. So what is your company doing with the money that they generate? And no one's saying that, you know, profit isn't a good thing. I think for millennials, the issue is more, are you doing anything to give back? How are you improving the world around us by your existence? That needs to be very clear. That comes down to developing, as we talk about at Risen all the time, having a strong mission and vision statement. Do you have those things in place? It's essential because that tells people who you are and what you care about. And that's important to millennials. Third stat I want to point out too, just to back this up about the importance of social good, 92% of millennials believe businesses should be measured by more than their profits. That was a study, by, study done by Deliat. So overall, we have to see that millennials not only spend their money on goods and services that are doing the right thing, but they also prefer to work for companies that have a higher purpose too. 
So this is, this is a whole generational package that we have to be aware of. Whether you're looking to hire or whether you're looking to sell, know what you are and make sure it's more than just your product or service. Let's think about some other questions that come to mind when we discuss millennials. Is it important that your company is on the cutting edge of technology? You know, we talked about some commonalities and ways that businesses are missing the mark. Yes, you need to have a mobile presence. Yes, you need to be digital first. Yes, you need to think about uh, shedding some of the traditional marketing approaches that you may have done with previous generations. So it's not everything, though. But I guess the short answer would be it does help to be on the cutting edge of technology when you're trying to appeal to millennials. But don't think you just need to be on every new emerging platform that comes out and goes away. You don't have to ride that uh, cutting edge wave too much. Just keep some, some short little rules in mind that we've developed. So number one, one rule to remember when it comes to how to use technology to reach millennials. It's important that you deliver on being able to fulfill instant gratification. Remember, millennials, they came to age, they grew up in the midst of technological disruption and innovation. My generation went from the AOL dial-up phones, you know, 30 seconds to load a web page or more, uh, to where we are today, where we have, you know, terabytes available on these small little, uh, you know, storage spaces. I remember when I was in high school, I bought a 40 gigabyte hard drive for several hundred dollars. And I thought, this is all the space I'm ever going to need. When I think about that statement today, I have to laugh. And that was only 10, 15 years ago. I mean, a 40 gig hard drive now would be laughably cheap. And not only that, who would buy a 40 gig hard drive? We see people buying several terabytes worth nowadays. I guess the, the message is overall, is that we have to remember that uh, times change and we have to change with, with them. But let me get back to my point. Make sure overall that you are delivering on instant gratification to reach millennials, okay? Make sure your social media channels, your mobile apps, your smart device, uh, you know, overall plan. Make sure that's a part of who you are, not just something that you do on occasion, Okay. People want to see what's going on with your brand. They want to see new products and services. They want to see what's happening behind the scenes. Appeal to that instant, I want to know what's going on impulse that millennials tend to have by doing things like enabling uh, or offering push notification updates for your social media channels or your app. Make sure that you have chat bots in place on your website. Uh, make sure that you respond quickly to comments on social media, whether it's Twitter uh, Facebook, you want to keep that number down. We always recommend to our clients less than two hours response time. It's important that instant gratification is built into millennials for better or worse. Rule number two to keep in mind when it comes to using technology to reach millennials, deliver on convenience. You want to be the easy solution. Think about Amazon. They're one of the top used services by millennials. If you look at who comes next? Gmail, Facebook, Facebook Messenger, YouTube. Those round out the top five services used by millennials. Each of these services, they put a premium on making sure that everything is quick and easy, that it's convenient from communication to entertainment to engagement to purchasing. That's where they place the focus. Nothing should take too long. 
Remember the instant gratification? And nothing should be too difficult. It should be easy. So copy that template in your mind. Think about what these big companies are doing and see if you can emulate them on the scale that you're working in, okay? Make sure overall that you're providing convenience. Third rule overall, make sure that you uh, invest in emerging technologies that have a strong footprint. So like I said, it doesn't have to be the newest app that just dropped in the store and you want to have a, a presence on that. But uh, one area that you could safely start investing in that is backed, has longevity, that is going to be around in five to 10 years and will continue to develop in the next five to 10 years is augmented and virtual reality. We've seen especially uh, mobile phone and mobile developers really embrace these technologies. These are areas of innovation and we have to make sure that we are uh, moving towards those those safe futuristic um, trends. So look at it this way. This is a high growth area in that a study, Statista did a, a study in this. 44% of millennials have already used AR to assist them in shopping. They've used augmented reality in some way, shape or form to help them as part of their shopping experience. I have done this myself, just to give you an example, kind of a concrete example, the Ikea app. I love Ikea. Not only is their furniture low price, but I've always found it to be high quality for what I'm paying, and I don't mind assembling it myself. But Ikea offers this awesome feature in-app that allows you to click on any product and be able to, in AR, place that product in your room by using your camera. So you can see exactly how it will fit along a wall that you plan on putting this new couch on, or if this bookcase is going to fit floor to ceiling. Just being able to place that in your space and seeing how it's going to look before making a purchase is valuable, incredibly valuable. It, it appeals to my sense of uh, instant gratification. It's super convenient and it's, it's, a, it's a technology feature that fulfills the first two and it's cool enough where I wanna try it. I wanna use it. Now, if someone had offered a, an option for me to be able to uh, use this product by uh, 3D printing it, that's great. That's all well and good. And I'm sure we'll get there at a certain point, but that's out of reach for me. That's not convenient. And it certainly doesn't appeal to my sense of instant gratification right now because of where the technology is. So again, being on the cutting edge of technology is good to an extent, but just keep in mind, does it gratify the user instantaneously or as close to as possible? Is it convenient? And overall, uh, is it a safe technology area that you can go into? And augmented and virtual reality are both in that category. Now, you may be asking yourself overall, I get it. I see the point. I know that I have to be working harder to reach millennials. They are the largest demographic. I know that they're different from more traditional uh, groups that I have been catering to. Where do I start? Well, Let's talk about the ways that you can start making the shift within your organization. And I would say first, remember overall, it's incredibly important to take your time. You wanna start, but start doesn't mean getting to the finish line quickly. Starting means just getting going. The rest will come. So rule number one that I would recommend, maintain your curiosity and have an open mind. What do I mean by that? This is a generation, millennials, that they may get to go to other planets on consumer level options. We know this is being worked on right now. We could see this generation be the first to accomplish interstellar travel. 
we see gender norms starting to take uh, more of an open approach. We see the end of physical currency. We see cryptocurrency popping up. We see uh, automated transportation becoming something of the norm. Um, so we, we have to remember that millennials as a whole tend to embrace change and they tend to embrace what's coming next. So you yourself have to think about in terms of your overall company agenda, uh, you want to do good. It's okay to make money, but overall think about what's coming next. Think about how you can be part of what's tomorrow and instead of what's yesterday. I think that's important. You want to find safe ways to do that, but you have to have a future mindset. The second thing that I would recommend in order to make smart decisions in that regard about being curious and having an open mind, you have to stay informed. You know, virtual reality and augmented reality, like we talked about, those are established. Those come in every phone now. That's that's an area of safe, somewhat safe growth, I should say, for companies, depending on your product or service focus area. But uh, you want to keep track of what's working in your industry, what's being adopted at a high rate, and then use that to your advantage. And follow companies that have that curious mindset and see what they're doing to innovate. See how you could either mimic that or maybe find your own path along those lines. I mean, we think about Ikea, like I mentioned, Toyota, Gucci, Warby Parker. These are all companies that are finding new and innovative ways to reach their customers. We could see a sales holodeck right around the corner. You never know. But it's important to stay up to date on current and upcoming marketing trends in your industry. So overall, just to recap what we've learned today, millennials are incredibly important to pay attention to. They are different than other demographics that have come before them. And there's ways that you can reach them effectively uh, in order to be able to have the, the, most, uh, the most effective means of being able to reach them. So overall, ladies and gentlemen, don't ignore millennials. Reach out to them and make sure that you put together a smart plan based on some of the rules that we've laid out today. I want to thank you all for joining us for today's episode of Growth Marketing for Martians. Remember, we are a weekly video and uh, audio podcast. Uh, you can enjoy whichever way that you decide. And remember, we are always dedicated to delivering tomorrow's business growth tips today. This podcast and video is brought to you by Risen. We are a revenue growth firm located in Miami, Florida, and we focus on innovative strategies to help your business grow. You can learn more about us by visiting www.gorisen.com and you can also follow our adventures on social media. We'll put profile links in the show notes. Thanks for your support and keep on reaching for the stars. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Growth Marketing for Martians a weekly podcast all about tomorrow's business growth tips today. This podcast is brought to you by Risen, a revenue growth firm focused on innovative strategies and proven tactics to help scale your business. Learn more about how they can help you by visiting www.gorisen.com or follow their adventures on social media. Profile links are in the show notes. Thanks for your support and keep on reaching for the stars.